And then we're, we're on the series still, The Power of Prayer and Praise. Everybody say praise. praise. Prayer. Prayer. They go hand in hand. When we praise God, you know, and he comes, man, that's when you start praying. You know, that's, that's why sometimes when we're, when we're in down here singing and everything, I got to stop singing and I got to start praying. You know, because it just, it just goes together. I just enter in. It's like when I'm praising God, that's when I hear. It's like my ears open up and I can hear from heaven. God starts speaking to me. And I just seen him today. Take hope of this. I seen him today. Just, just coming down the aisles. He said, that's who I am. And, he, and that's why I said, let him come close. Because I just saw he just wanted to come close to us today. Don't be afraid of him. Embrace him. Let him come close. We may have things in our lives that he may not like. But the only way to get rid of them is to let them come close. Amen. So today the title of my message is praying the word out of power and praise. We're going to start into the prayer. I'm going to speak this week and brother Mario is going to speak next week on praying. So amen. So today is praying the word of God. If you'll stand with me, we're going to read Isaiah 55 verses 8 through 11. And the reason why I have you stand, it's an honor thing. Amen. You know, when, the, when Nehemiah, when they found the word of the Lord, they stood, they stood before the Lord while it was read to them. And they didn't just read a few verses, they read the whole book. And the people stood there and listened and took it in. Take it in today. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. My ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. The rain and snow comes down from the heavens and stays on the ground to water the earth. The cause of, they cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always, everybody say always, always, produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. Dear Heavenly Father, here we stand before you reading your word. You've sent this word to us today. And Father God, I pray that it will prosper in every single one of us, that your word would come so alive inside of us, God, that it produces fruit in us and through us, God, that the seeds you are sowing into us today would grow mightily, that this key you're giving us, God, would unlock and open doors for all of us, Father. So Father, we thank you. We praise you. We give you glory, Father. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. You may be seated. How many of you want to have an effective prayer life? Amen. I mean, when you pray, how many of you want to see results? I mean, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, I want to see results. Whether it's yes, no, or maybe, or not yet, or whatever, I want to hear from heaven. Amen. I, I don't pray just to, to pray, so oh, I spent an hour in prayer today. 
You know, I want effective prayer, amen. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man accomplishes much, is what the word says in James. Amen. So when you pray, it needs to be done. Amen. It needs to happen. And I, I think this is what we all want, or we wouldn't pray. We come in, in faith, we come believing, we come in desperation at times. And we cry out to God. And today I want to take you through some steps and give you keys, as Pastor Liz talked about last week, keys in praying so that it, our prayer life is more effective, that we see God answering more so that there's no doubt about what God wants to do in our lives, amen? We have to understand that God is going to do it and answer it, amen? You got to get it in your heart. God hears you. But there is an unless in there, which I'll get to later. But God wants us to stand upon the word of God. I remember we were on a family feud one time. We were young. I think I was 20. Was I 20? And uh, we were on family feud. And, and Richard Dawson was the guy. You know, he kissed Alonda like four times. I'm like, dude, back off. <laughs> I'm like, stop it. It's, he was, uh, you know. But... Uh, the question to me, what was the first childhood song you learned? And it just popped into my head, the Bible. And he says, the Bible? He goes, sing that for us. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> the B-I-B-L-E, yes, that's the book for me. I stand upon the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. <laughs> he made me sing that. <laughs> So, you know, we, we've got to stand upon the word of God, amen? And what God says matters. What God says matters. And so number one today, I, I want to talk, when we're talking about praying the word, come into agreement with God's word. When you say amen, like when I'm talking and you say amen, you're agreeing with me. Everybody say amen. Amen. That's the power of agreement. If any two agree on any one thing, the word declares it shall be done. Amen. So that when we come into agreement with the word, it shall be done. So I want to encourage you today, come into agreement with the word. God has sent it to us and it declared there that it produces fruit. What produces fruit? The word. The word produces fruit. Amen. And it will produce it in you. It'll accomplish what it was sent to do. Amen. So when we're praying and we're praying the word, I believe that it will accomplish what it was sent to us to do. Amen. When you pray the word, you're coming to a, an agreement with the word. So learning how to pray the word is key. It, it's a key to us. We gotta, we've got to learn how to pray the word. And I'm going to give you examples today. You ready? You're going to go with me through this? Why don't you turn over to Psalms 20? Oh, she put it up there for you. Just Psalms 23, verse 1. If you have your Bible, I'd turn there, mark it up, highlight it. It's a great scripture. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. The King James Version says, I shall not want. So I want to pray this scripture. 
I want to show you how I pray it through. So when I think about praying this through, I think about the Lord, then I think about a shepherd, then I think about what I need. Okay, I think about what a shepherd is. If the Lord is a shepherd, what is a shepherd? And so when I come into him in prayer, I'm gonna declare what a shepherd is to me, what my understanding of a shepherd is. So this is, this is how I wrote it out this week. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that you are my shepherd. You guide me, you direct me, you correct me, you feed me, you meet my needs. You're, one, you're a wonderful shepherd to me. There's no one like you. As my shepherd, you have brought peace to me so that I don't have to live a life of worry or fear because you are always there for me. I am grateful for you and I live daily in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. See, that's how I pray the word. That's how I, I, I take that. And I don't just, just you, know, you know, if that's all you know to do, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want in Jesus' name, amen. That works. But go deeper with it. Go deep, put effort into your prayer, amen. Put a little effort into connecting with God. Put a little effort into knowing who he is as your shepherd. And then make that declaration, Lord, you're, you're the shepherd of my life. You're all that I ever needed. And I love you so much. I don't have any wants because of who you are. You take care of me, you direct me. Lord, and I know you've even used that rod to correct me now and then. And I know I need it, God. And I'm thankful that you don't let me stray off, God. But you're always stirring me back with that shepherd's rod, God. I thank you for that today, God, that you're, you're at work inside of me. You haven't left me. You're not giving me up to myself, but Lord, you're always there for me. I can always look to you. You're my shepherd, and I thank you for that today, in Jesus' name. See, out of your heart, you just begin to express who he is as a shepherd to you, what it means to you. And that's, that's, just, that's just one scripture. Out of, I mean, that 23rd Psalm, we could stand here and just pray that the rest of the service. It's incredible, praying the word and coming to agreement with it so it's accomplished in you, amen? It's accomplished in you. Now, you... I've been doing this for a long time. You won't pop out like me right away, I'm telling you, you know. But you gotta start trying. You gotta start working at it. Come on, amen? So I'm, I'm gonna give you another one. But at the end of this, this one, if you need healing, we're gonna anoint you with oil. And then I'm gonna say the prayer after we anoint you. So I'm gonna have Mark and Don Maurice, Delanda and Liz, they'll come and they'll get anointed and then they'll go anoint you after I read these scriptures, okay? So Psalms 107, verse 20. Now, I love this passage, this scripture right here. He sent out his word and healed them, snatching them from the door of death. God sent out his word and healed them. So then you go, the next verse is John 1, 1. I'm gonna tie some together here for healing. It's, it's the prologue to this is Christ, the eternal word. 
So no, verse one, in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. So who's the word? Pretty simple. Who did, who did he send? To do what? To heal us. So John 1.14, you go down a little further, it says, the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the father's one and only son. So the, the word is Jesus. He sent the word Jesus to heal us of all disease to save us from death's door. Yeah. Amen? Amen. You, Cindy's saying that real loud because she was knocking on that door a few years ago. And the word came to her and healed her and grew her hair back. Amen. Amen. He did it. So Jesus is the word. And so Mark and Delanda and Huda, Don Maurice and Liz, if you'd come right now. Here, go ahead. Just take as much as you need. Give it to them. Yeah. If you need healing, just stand to your feet right now. Now you guys go and anoint them with oil. Okay, just go, go and anoint them. You go and anoint them. You go get them. They'll come to you. They're going to anoint you all with oil. And I'm going to say a prayer in a minute. Get anointed with oil first. All those standing, Liz. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ones in the back that are standing there. <laughs> Well, if they need healing, they'll stand up. Hey, listen, if you need healing and you stay down, that's on you. That's not God's fault. Just keep anointing, you guys. We're going to pray in a minute. Keep anointing. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Is everybody standing? Get anointed yet. Stay standing. We're going to pray right now. Everybody anointed? No, you didn't get anointed, Delanda, right here in front. Mark, you got to move a little quicker, man. We're anointing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Praise you, Jesus. Right there. Yeah. All right. You ready? You ready to come into agreement? 
Just lift your hands towards heaven. Dear Heavenly Father, I'm so thankful that you sent your son Jesus, the word, to heal us of all disease. That he was willing to leave the throne room of heaven to come to earth to be the sacrifice so that we are healed in Jesus' name. So I declare blessing over the Godhead today that we are forgiven and healed because of what Jesus did. I am grateful that we don't have to fight this battle, but that you, Jesus, fought this battle for us. Please help us to receive what you have done for us and that, Lord, that we never forget it. Take all our pain and sickness from us and let this healing just pour over our bodies, through our veins, and bring our bodies into subjection to the blood of Jesus, the Lord God, our healer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah, just give the Lord a hand. Amen. Now just receive it today. Don't leave without it. Amen. Take it with you. You may be seated. We're going to do more. But in that, when I, when I got to praying it, I wrote more, I added more scriptures. You know, because there's, there's more. Like if you go into Exodus chapter 15, I think verse 26, it declares that he's the Lord God that heals us of all disease. He's the Lord God that heals us. He's not the Lord God that makes us sick, amen? So listen, whenever you don't feel good, don't blame God. Don't blame God. It's like I, we were, I was saying before, no more shackles, amen? No more chains, amen? The devil's the one that puts in bondage. The devil is the one that brings sickness to you. So, but listen, we do do things that we shouldn't do. So if, if you say the Lord has healed you today and you've been doing things you shouldn't be doing, don't do them anymore. You know, like Jesus said when he healed that one guy, he said, go and sin no more. Don't, don't do things, you know, that, are, that will aggravate what the Lord is healing today. Amen? But in Psalms, so Psalms 103, it says, bless the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, forget not all his benefits. Everybody say benefits. benefits. Forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. Benefits from the kingdom. This is what God has for you. Don't forget that. This is what he's done for you, amen? Hold on to it. Oh God, you, you already fought this battle for me. So I stand in agreement with you, Lord, that today I'm healed in Jesus' name, Amen. In Romans chapter 10, it says, it tells confession of our mouths is what saves us. That when you confess with your mouth, this is what saves you. Amen. This is what brings salvation. In praying the word, we're making a confession of faith to our God. Amen. This is what will save us. It'll save us from sickness. It'll save us from sin. It will save us from doing wrong things. It will save us from hell. And I don't 
I don't know anybody but crazy people that think they want to go to hell because they have no idea what hell's going to be like. But in praying that word, you're making that confession. We're declaring what God has said, not what the doctor has said. Now, listen. You go to a doctor because you want to hear what he says. You know, this is why you have that pain. This is why you're tired. This is why this is happening. The doctor tells you. He, he takes your blood, right? Right? He takes your blood. He reads the chart. He says, okay, you know, your sugar levels are too high. Your blood pressure is a little too high. You know, so he does that. He, that's why you go to the doctor. So you don't stand there and tell the doctor, well, you're a liar. Because you went to the doctor, and I'm not saying don't go to the doctor. I go to the doctor. But when you go to the doctor, the doctor tells you what's wrong with your body, take that to the Lord. Take it to him. And, you, you know, if you got to tell somebody, like, if I go to the doctor, and the doctor tells me what's going on. When I get home, Delana goes, what did the doctor say? Well, the doctor's a liar. She says, yeah, but what did he say? <laughs> well, he said this, this, and this. But if you got to tell somebody, throw the butt in there. Amen. But God says that I'm healed. And I'm going to come into agreement with the word of what God says. And I'm going to speak that healing over my life. And if you need to make adjustments, make the adjustments. Like if the doctor tells you, Delonda, you're eating too much red meat, what should you do? Not eat so much red meat. Not so, eat so much red meat. Because that doctor knows what's bringing that, that physical ailment to your body. So you need to listen to that, amen. And then speak the word of God over your life so that it doesn't return. Otherwise, don't go to the doctor. It's just that simple. But the doctor will tell you the facts, but the truth of the matter is we're healed. So declare it over your life, amen. You know, the doctor says what he says, but God says, I'm healed. Agree with the word of God. Agree with the word of God. Don't deny what you have. Just don't come into agreement with it. The doctor will tell you what, where you're at physically. But say, Lord, I'm coming out of that. I'm coming out of that. I'm getting out of that. I'm coming over. I'm working over. I'm, I'm coming out of it. Even if you, if you have to say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want in, in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, just start declaring the word of God over your life. Pray the word. Agree with the word. Let the word accomplish what it was sent to do to you. Amen. It's sent to heal you. Amen. It's sent to provide for you. It's sent to forgive you. It's sent to deliver you. It's sent to give you divine direction. Amen. That's what the word of God is here for us. And that's what we can take from it. And that's what we can run with it. And while you're agreeing with the word, number two, pluck out the weeds of your heart. Now, I went this way because I said earlier that God hears your prayers, but not always. Some people say, well, I feel like I'm talking to a brick wall. You might be. 
because of this, the weeds that you've allowed to grow. Hebrews chapter 12, verse one, it says this, it says, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. So he, he tells us, you gotta lay aside these weights that you carry. You gotta lay aside those little sins that have gotten. You gotta lay aside, you know, those, uh, what else did it say? The sin, the sin and the weight. We have to lay it aside. We can't keep carrying it around and thinking everything's gonna be okay. Cause it's not. Weights and sin, how many of you ever run and you run with weights on? I mean, when I run, I try to, yeah, Oscar, I, I know you do, buddy. Oscar's like some buff, you know, animal back there, you know, he's ripped up and everything, but yeah, I, I don't run with weights on. I like to, I like to run and is with as little weight and unencumbered as I can, amen. I like to run with, you know, the lightest exercise shoes you can get, just shorts and a t-shirt. I don't want a sweatshirt. I don't want, you know, ankle weights and I don't want wrist weights. I, I don't even know if I want to run. You know what I read the other day? I read this the other day. It's in the scripture. I can't remember what scripture it is. I'm sorry for that. But it declared, a fool runs when he's not being chased. <laughs> but wait. <laughs> I'll look it up again. Weights and sin hold us back from what God has for us. It puts that block up. It hinders what God has for us. And so we've got to get rid of, rid of them. Can I hear an amen? amen? Isaiah 59 verses one and two, it says, behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, amen? Nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear. So God can save and he can hear, right? His ear is not heavy that he cannot hear. And then in verse two, but your iniquities have separated you from God and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. When I say we gotta pluck out the weeds, it's that place in our life that we've not allowed God to come into that causes him not to hear from us. And you wonder, why doesn't God hear me? Why is God not answering me? Pluck out the weed. When you're maintaining a sinful lifestyle, you're putting a block against God. As a believer in Jesus, we are called to holiness, amen? Now we may not be perfect, but to continue to live in sin, you know God does not like, puts up a block between you and him. And we need to tear the blocks down, amen? We need to knock them down. Don't, don't let it, those things hinder your walk with God. 
Don't allow it to shut off the heavens from you. Because you may not need it today, but there's going to come a day when you need some answered prayer. There's going to come a day when you're desperate and you're saying, I, I need help, God. I need help. And in that moment, man, I don't want anything to block God from hearing me. I don't want anything like that. We need to get rid of those obstacles so that we won't have that hindrance what God wants to do for us, amen? God wants to hear you and answer you. I mean, that's why he sent Jesus, so that we could reconnect with him. Amen. So that we could go in and go out. When Jesus was on the cross, when Jesus died, that temple, in the temple, the veil tore from the top down. It tore by itself. And it was thick. And that curtain tore. Why did it tear? To give us access to God. To let you know he's given you access to go in to talk to him. Amen. To go in that he will listen to you. That we are no longer separated by sin. But when we come and we are forgiven of our sins. And we surrender our life to Jesus. We can come in and go out. We can go into his presence. Amen. We can go in. We can talk to him. But when we maintain our sin... There comes that block that he can't hear. And I want to encourage you today. Give God a chance. Give God that chance. Amen. Pull up the weeds out of your heart. We were praying a week and a half ago on a Wednesday night. And this came to me so strong. To pull up out those weeds of our heart. So that he can rain down righteousness on us. Amen. So that the shepherd will reign in our life. The Lord is my shepherd. And we need to surrender to let him be the shepherd us, to guide us, to direct us. And God told me that Wednesday night. Two Wednesday nights ago, he, he told me as I was praying before the service, he said he was going to enrich the soil of our lives. I saw weeds being plucked out and the roots were going with them. I saw him totally yanking out and pulling out those things so that it's not a problem anymore. We are the soil, amen. The enemy tries to sow weeds into the soil and God will pluck them out if we give him access. If we let him come close, if we let him in. We open up and we, we let him in. Hosea chapter 10 verse 12 says this. It says, sow for yourselves righteousness, reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground for it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and rains righteousness on you. It's raining. It's raining. And we have to break up that hard follow ground of our hearts. That we allow that rain to sink in. To make us righteous. To enrich us. Amen. To enrich the soil of our lives. 
that we're producing that godly fruit that we've talked about, that the godly fruit is growing in us because we are that good, rich soil of God that is growing. So today I want to finish up like this. I want to pray that this last scripture of Hosea over us today. Well, actually, I'd like us to pray it together. I wrote it out. and So I'm going to ask you if you would do something for me today. If you would come to the altar. And let's pray this together today. Come on. Don't be afraid. Just come to the altar today. I believe we're just to pray it all together. And then we're to allow the Lord to rain down on us. Praise you, Jesus. We'll just read it together, okay? Dear Heavenly Father, let's let's start together. We are so grateful that you have a plan for each of us. We receive the call to dig up the hard places of our heart where only weeds have grown. We humbly ask that today you would pull those weeds out so that we are no longer contaminated with these things. We are tired of them interfering with the righteousness of God. We ask for your righteousness to be poured out on us so that there is nothing interfering with our prayer lives and that the hard ground of our hearts will be softened to you and your word as we call on you in prayer. Please forgive us and hear us this day as we come to you, our Savior, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah, let's give the Lord a Father, you've you've heard us all. And I pray, Lord, that you come close right now. Come close to each one of us. Lord, that you'd root out those things. That we'd be that good soil, that rich soil, God. Let your hand be upon us, Father, like never before. Lord, that we would know, we would know, we would know that you're just, you're rooting out and you're pulling down today, God. And that you're pouring in that righteousness. It's just being poured out on us. All because of what Jesus did. Lord, let it rain on us. Lord, every day, let it rain on us, your righteousness. That we know, God. We are saved. We know, God, that we are healed. We know that we're forgiven of all our iniquities, God, all of our sins. 
that we have that knowing in our heart, in our mind. And Lord, we rejoice in that today for who you are. You know, maybe you know what your weed is. Just give it to him today. Even as we pray, just take it and just do a physical act of handing it to him today. Just root it out. Pull it down today in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that you've sent the word to each one of us. I pray for a spirit of prayer over every one of us, God, that you would pour it out on each one of us today, God. And Lord, that you touch our hearts to pray effectively, God. Loose from sin, free to declare the word of the Lord over our lives, free to agree with what you have said, Father. Lord, we thank you that today, that because we've agreed in your word, with your word, through your word, that you're at work in each one of us. That bodies are being healed right now. Right now, let it flow, God. Yeah, let healing flow. Lord, I pray you break off all fear. We don't have fear today, Lord, because you're our shepherd. And we don't want because you're our provider. And we thank you and we praise you today, Lord. Let it just continue to rain on us, Father, every day. Lord, send that reminder of who you are to us. And let us remember who you are daily, God. We give you praise in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. 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 Let's give the Lord a hand. Huh?